0: Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Online Marketing for Life, and that's the number four. Okay folks, I wanted to uh, start with a few quotes, and then we can uh, dive right into our discussion today. Um, trust because you're willing to accept the risk not because it's safe or certain and I thought that was a good quote because I tend to always trust as long as I think it's safe or certain you know but trust because you're willing to accept the risk regardless of the outcome In order to see the value in someone else, you must first see the value in yourself. And is that not the truth? Never speak from negativity. Evaluate your words before you let them leave your lips. Sometimes it's best to be quiet. And I always say, I'm going to be quiet, I'm not going to say anything, I'm not going to say anything, I'm not going to say anything, I'm going to be quiet. And I'm not quiet, and I always say something. But lately, past couple of years probably, I've been a little bit better uh, in some respects. And in other respects, I've been the same old, undeveloped self when it comes to personal development that is. But we're a work in progress, just like them all. So our message today from Darren Hardy is a little different. His Darren daily email titles six ways to know you are replaceable and only the paranoid survive. And that was a quote from the late CEO of Intel, Andy Grove. Only the paranoid survive. And I want you to play along with me. There's a six-question test that are all true and false. And you just have to answer them either true or false. And as the world around us changes and changes rapidly as it does these six questions come into play Uh, a big project comes up and you're not the go-to person for the company is that true or false number two people on the team are having trouble but they don't go to you true or false the company runs into some business problems and you're not the go-to person to fix it true or false client um, client contracts and vendor relations are needed and you're not the go-to True or false. Number five. An unexpected challenge arises. And you're not the person to step up. True or false. And number six. A crisis occurs and you're not the one shining a positive light on things. True or false. False. Now I would like you to add up all your truths and if they exceed one you have a little bit of a problem on your hand. Those need to be addressed and the I guess the answer or the remedy would be these six questions that are all answered either yes or no and the first one is you must over deliver on everything second one you are the one that takes initiative number three you focus only on vital work and that which is important immediately. Number four, you proactively suggest ways to improve. Number five, you don't just settle for being good enough. And number six, you seek outside knowledge and training those that to be answered yes or no and I would ask that you total up all the no's and if they should exceed one then you have a somewhat of a problem on your hand so consider that today was day four Of the storytelling challenge webinar and I didn't really plan on uh, taking this webinar but it was something that I signed up for from a consultation I had with a public speaking uh, opportunity and I'm glad I took it Uh, I'm glad I'm taking it Uh, this five-day challenge has been uh, very enlightening and it goes into very much detail of how to be uh, a public speaker and how to monetize that and one of the points that I uh, wanted to take away today there was about there was two that I just wanted to share with you the first was not trading time for money but creating a life by design. And essentially what that's saying is not working in a, you know, 9 to 5 job. You've put money, you put time in, you get money out. Uh, And that's what even a lot of self-employed people find themselves doing. You know, especially contractors. Um, You know, they fix someone's boiler takes a certain amount of time and there's a certain price tag with that Uh, the creating life by design is creating multiple sources of income and uh, residual income those two things multiple uh, streams of income will in fact provide you multiple sources streams of of income and that doesn't come by chance that comes by creating it and working at it Uh, but no different than working at a nine-to-five job and our audience whomever they are, whether you're speaking, pontificating, emailing, whatever it may be, they need to see, feel, and hear your message. It's not enough for them just to see it or hear it. They need all three. And the last point that I wanted to mention was technique is transferable not talent. Someone's talent isn't gonna transfer to you just because you watch them you imitate them and you practice what they do technique however is something that is transferable and can be taught so Remember that uh, when you are uh, looking to get ahead, so to speak. And there was an email that I received, um, a short clip on Tony Robbins. It was a training effect. And basically the problem that we have is we're, we're listening to the mind. And thinking, it's us. In other words, listening to that mind, you must know it's not you. You must you you must make it you. Uh, Again, think a thought, and you can make anything happy. By thinking, we can create sadness, happiness, fear. Agony, physical pain, laughter, just by thinking a thought. And resentment, to harbor resentment towards someone causes more physical harm to you than it does them. And that's, as Tony says, and Many other speakers, you know, don't expect to take poison and expect the other person to die. You know, that's what we're doing when we have ill will towards someone, justified ill will or unjustified. You know, insecurity, folks, it leads to negative behavior, however innocent. It may come across. It leads to negative behavior. And being transformed at a seminar or an event or a retreat, whatever have you, will surely wear off at some point. It's just the nature of the beast. But we must keep at it. Like, working out with our bodies and training the training doesn't stop so you can't come off of a high from a retreat a seminar a webinar and think you know just plugging in all these things are going to work for you they may but the motivation may slowly slip away so you need to be clear in working out you can't stop growing when you stop growing you decline and someone had said to Tony Robbins some young guns when they took a seminar they said you wait we're gonna be just like you and Tony's like I'm rooting for you I hope you do and when you get there you'll be where I was because I'm growing too you know and that's that's a great message you know we're not just sitting back counting our money and the greatest gift you can nurture is your hunger your passion your desire that's what I mean by hunger that's what Tony means by hunger things work when you work it very simply put in training is about execution which comes from repetition and then Tony spoke about mastery it has three levels Uh, The first one was cognitive that's an understanding level that's where a lot of people stop they go to a webinar visit a um, a library and, and check out a book and they learn something and they understand it that's the cognitive stage well it doesn't end there because if, it's, if it ends there you, you're done you're not going anywhere uh, that's where the second stage comes in it's the emotional you feel it you need to live the life you preach that emotional stage and then the third stage is the physical stage where well, you practice it over and over and over again, like a well-trained musician, a well-trained athlete, any um, buddy at the top of their game practices what they do over and over. Uh, he made a comment about Michael Phelps, the world-class swimmer, when receiving his gold medal, his eighth, Uh, which was a record at the time, you know, he only won by one one one-hundredth of a second. And in the last second is when he really surged past his opponent. But he didn't get there by going through the motions. Seven days a week, three full workouts a day. Is what he grueled through. But he was willing to do that for the chance of obtaining what he's ob- obtained. And the training effect. You know, it's it's going straight up after a seminar after you learn something after you met someone you, the motivation that you get the learning curve being trained you jet straight up straight up but then you plateau and then you feel as though you're plateauing and you're back to where you were but that's not the case you got to reinvigorate yourself you need to retrain readjust get deeper deeply uh, involved in tune better acclimated and what you what will happen is you'll you'll jet up plateau jet up plateau jet and that's fine because you're ultimately going in a upward direction and it may take time may take weeks or years even but be willing to do it is, is the idea and the Jesus question there's a point in scripture uh, I don't know how many of the gospels have it but Jesus asks "What? who do people say that he is and they give various responses. And then he asks them, Well, who do you say that I am? And that's when Peter's famous quote comes up to Jesus and says, Jesus, you're the Messiah. You're the one living God. And we all need to ask ourselves that question Who do I say that God is? Or Jesus. It's one and the same. It's something to ponder. And I think if you come up with the answer, it can be very enlightening for you. And finally, was our story today, which was another repeat. Uh, it's called The Pound is a Pound. And it was the farmer and the The baker, the the farmer, um, started selling a pound of butter to the baker and the baker after some time decided to weigh the uh, butter and it was in fact under a pound and he became infuriated and, and took him to a court of law where the judge turned and asked the farmer what his statement was and he said listen I'm a poor guy I have a scale but it's not a, uh, a, a working scale where it tells you the figures it only tells you um, how much something is in relation to where the scale is so he's like I only took the bread that he gave me Because I knew I bought a pound of bread from him and made it equal on my scale when I provided him the butter. So it looks as though I've been shortchanged more so than he has because I've been buying bread from him longer than he's been buying butter from me. And it's a good lesson for all of us innocently or uh, egregiously you receive what you give butter or bread be honest and others will be honest with you and if they're not you're not going to be doing business with them for much longer but lead with honesty and that will get you to where you need to be Okay, I hope you picked up some insights today. If you didn't, you can give me a beating. I'll give you my physical mailing address. Just shoot me an email. I will talk to you hopefully tomorrow. And we will wrap up the week. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.